Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 763 of the Juicebox podcast. This episode is another in the Bold Beginnings series. Hopefully you've been listening to the Bold Beginnings series and you're all caught up and ready to take on the latest episode, Community. If you haven't heard the others, you should check them out. You can find them in your podcast player by typing in Juicebox Podcast Bold Beginnings, or you can find them at juiceboxpodcast.com. They're in your podcast player, you understand, but if you're looking for a list, I'm saying juiceboxpodcast.com. And you'll also be able to find a list in the private Facebook group for the podcast, Juicebox Podcast Type 1 Diabetes. If you'd like to hire Jenny Smith, you can do that. She works at integrateddiabetes.com. Head over there and uh, you'll be able to figure it out. While you're listening today, please remember that nothing you hear on the Juicebox podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. No ads in this one. Just going to have a little announcement here after the music and then straight through me and Jenny chitting and chatting. I'm just here to ask you for your support, and there's not much you need to do to give it. Follow the podcast or subscribe to the podcast in an audio app like Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, something like that. That's one thing you can do. You could tell someone else about the podcast. That's a big deal, actually. Like you're talking to a friend, they're like, I got diabetes. You're like, oh, you know, you should try Juicebox Podcast. Or maybe you tell your doctor about it. Your doctor's like, I'll be your doctor in this scenario. Oh my God, how did you get your A1C this good? And you say, I'll be you now. I listen to the Juicebox podcast. You should check it out. Juicebox podcast. And you start telling them about it. Like, in your, and you can pull out your app, show them on your phone, or tell them about juiceboxpodcast.com. Something, you know what I'm saying. Share the show. This is pretty much it, actually. That's all I wanted to say to you. There's no ads today, so enjoy the podcast. Uh, the only ad is for uh, for the show. Support it, download it, subscribe to it, tell a friend about it, follow it on Instagram, check out the private Facebook group. That's pretty much it. I appreciate your time. Enjoy the episode. So, Jenny, we are doing well with our Bold Beginning series. A few more episodes left to record. I'm beginning, as I told you earlier, but more and more getting nice feedback from people, newly diagnosed people who have found it and are enjoying it, finding um, it to be helpful. Yay. Um, it's uh, it's really been uh, a fulfilling thing, which, you know, if you all know me, like I don't say things like I feel Which fulfilled. is awesome. <laughs> yeah, but I, I really do. Um, and, I, and so interestingly enough, I got a note yesterday from a guy, a young man's probably 22, 23 years old, just graduated from college. And it, um, it's going to fit in nicely with the, the topic we're doing today. So today's topic awesome. is community. Ah. Uh, um, and I'm not the type of person who prior to diabetes would have said to you, you know how you handle problems in your life. You surround yourself with people who understand. Like I did not grow up in a, it, that would have seemed granola and crunchy to me. 
prior to all this. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, now I am a, a, a firm believer in it. I am a firm believer in the idea that uh, people who understand your situation are in a unique situation um, themselves, and they're able to offer you support, even if it's not directly, that you can't get anywhere else. I've never... Right. The experience of seeing a person feel supported with just the knowledge that someone else understands, and they right. don't even know each other, is fascinating. I, I never thought I would see that, but there are the vast majority of people who listen to this podcast or go on my Facebook group or in another community never say a word. They don't type a message. They don't send me a note to tell me they enjoy the podcast. They're just there, right? Yes. And there's something really magical about it. There is. It's yeah. a feeling of, as you said, I mean, a lot of people, I think, are for one example, Facebook, they're lurkers, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. They sort of just are there. And what they get out of it is either information or against a sense of like belonging to a group that gets it as well in whatever realm of, you know, chronic condition or lifestyle or whatever you might have. I mean, there are lots and lots of Facebook groups for things, Sure, but diabetes being such a it's it's something always that's there. And I think you can find posts all the time. Something new. This is happening. I had this occur. And there's always somebody who's going to chime in mm -hmm. and say, I've had that happen too. I, I kind of feel it. I, I get it. Yeah. Well, the people who listen to the podcast teach me what the podcast is, which is a weird thing because I'm the one that makes it. But they're the one who tells me, they're the ones who tell me, what it is to them, which is, a, okay. which is an interesting, it's an odd dichotomy, right? Because I think I'm doing one thing. Like if you would have asked me five years ago and even maybe three years ago, I would have told you the podcast is about managing insulin. That's it. That's how I saw it. And then I, I one day had this, this young girl on in her mid twenties and she's like, you know, I started listening to the podcast and my A1Cs came down and I thought probably a little like, smugly. I was like, oh yeah, because you heard how I talk about insulin. It fixed your whole thing, right? And she goes, no, I always knew that stuff, she said. I just never did it. Yeah. And I was like, well, what made you do it? And she goes, I don't know. She's like, just hearing that other people were doing it and that I just thought, well, I probably could too, you know? And then she just, mm -hmm. she just did it. So I... I didn't know that. Like her conversation and other conversations and notes taught me that it's it's almost strange because I don't have it in my life the same way that other people do because I'm right. the one making it. So like I can't I can't be involved in it the same way. I don't know how that mm -hmm. it's it's a strange position to be in. Like I my Facebook group has at this point, by the time this comes out, there'll be twenty eight thousand people in there. And mm -hmm. I see the background metrics between seventy and hundred and ten new posts a day. 24 of the 28,000 people are active in it, which is crazy because Facebook groups are always like, look, we have a hundred thousand followers. But when you look, there's two posts every week, you know, like, right. They, that by the same people right. all the time. <laughs> yes. Four people talking <laughs> to each other who think they're talking to a hundred thousand people. But what's really amazing about that is, is that people will ask a question 
And then you get a wide variety of answers. But, Correct. But not screwball answers. There's something about people who listen to the podcast and then go online and participate. They have they have enough information where they're not saying things that you're like, wow, that doesn't make any sense at all. And right. It, it's not like Cracker Jack information, not, not at all. And if, yeah. if, if they're a little off, there's such a great vibe in there that other people will come in and be like, hey, I see what you said, but have you considered this? And it's all taken well. And I'm I'm stunned every time I see it because Facebook is, you know, colloquially, it's a place where people argue. But yes, does not happen in this space. Really, really terrific. Yeah, I have not. I mean, with, you know, all the lurking that I myself do, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, I don't off. In fact, I don't think I've ever seen in your group negativity in a way that's you know cutting to other people who've made comments or have offered up this is what's happening you know whatever and i've seen that in other groups yeah of course which is unfortunate it, it, so the way i do it is probably it's probably opposite of how people think about it but i don't over moderate the thing right and they're adults you know what i mean like if they can't figure it out well, how am i going to figure it out um little things, you know, there's obviously there's the rules in the Facebook group are kind of funny. If you go read them, I think it's, you know, like they, basically it's the, it's the equivalent of like, don't be a dick, <laughs> you know, basically, right. you know, don't, don't talk about politics, you know, that kind of stuff. Like just, just talk about diabetes with people and, and it works and it, it doesn't just, I, I at one point thought it was going to be like in addition to the podcast and then I started realizing that the Facebook group had such a good, um, it had such good word of mouth online mm-hmm. that people were ending up in the Facebook group have no idea what the podcast is. Like, forget that they haven't heard it. They don't right. know what it is. They just, they were told like, click on this link and these people will help you with your diabetes. And you see them come in and ask, a, they'll ask a question. Another person will say, oh, you should try episode this of right. the podcast and they'll say what podcast right and that's amazing because now there's these there's these two entities and they somehow support each other but can operate separately independently really yes. really really interesting so some feedback from people if you know other type ones reach out to them if you don't know them find a community and build a support system as an adult diagnosed with type one diabetes, I didn't know anything about diabetes and I had a lot of misconceptions. I felt very alone. Finding support groups like Facebook helped. Reading a reading helped a lot. Getting Dexcom helped. I found out about them through Facebook groups. I would have loved to have been assigned an experienced type one to talk things through. So this person That's a great idea. It is, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, it's there. I know that there are um diabetes like mentors especially like i think jdrf used to if they don't still have it they Mm -hmm. used to have like a mentoring kind of program um i know that the college diabetes network has some nice mentors especially within the college chapters you know um but that is from a boiled down like hey here's your diagnosis you know etc but here's somebody to connect with this is somebody in your area. This is somebody that, you know, would be really good in terms of age level or lifestyle or whatnot. Um, Cause you know, I, I can imagine the, 
And I have to imagine, because I don't really remember feeling alone when I was diagnosed, but it was a very different time Mm -hmm. than we have today with technology. Um, So I think in today's world, there's so much connection on so many levels, whether it's texting or, you know, a Facebook or some type of online group or whatnot. Um, I think it would be a nice idea (laughs) to actually be like, hey, here's somebody connect with them and they can help you like feel okay. Have conversations. Yeah. I think that's one of the places where the podcast fills a void because I hear from people a lot. I don't know another person with diabetes and I come on here and a few times a week you put these conversations up with people and I get to meet an airplane pilot who has type right. one and a firefighter who has type one or just some person, you know, and where someone comes on and says, oh, you know, I have Hashimoto's too. And I'm, and they think I have Hashimoto's and then, right. you know, it's just, it's, it's an opportunity that just doesn't exist in the real world. Unless you're going to go to a diabetes camp, um, right? you know, which they have for adults and they have for, for kids. kids. But mm-hmm. that's another thing. You have to – it's a week or two weeks and they're not all over the country. And, and camps are an interesting – I like watching people talk about camps because they're an interesting conversation. People fall on one of two sides of camps. They're either like <laughs> camp is the greatest thing. You know, adults will be like, I still, my best friends I met in camp when I was 16. And then there are people like Arden, who I, we once said, do you want to go to diabetes camp? And she was like, oh, no, do not make me do that, please. And, you know, and she right. just, she didn't want to go to camp. Forget it that it was about diabetes. Right, right. But, you know, um, I have to skip through these, a lot of these people's statements, they're lovely, and I want to thank everybody for them. But a number of them are just like, hey, I, it's the podcast, I found the podcast, and I don't want to just read all of those. Um, this person said, I wish they would have given us more access to a community, but like mm-hmm. not, not deliver it to us. Just tell us it existed. Like, tell me there are groups online, that there are podcasts. Um, I had so much fear and anxiety, self-doubt and blame, no matter how much they say otherwise, but this community of moms and dads and adults with type ones was amazing for me. I think, mm-hmm. I think that's a message for doctors really. You know. It is. And I think it it shows it shows a degree of sort of a lack of information on the clinician's side, not because they don't want it, but because there's not one that's just a an approved, hey, these are the really quality places that you can go for more information. Here's your ripoff card along with your ripoff card about how to carb count. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here, <laughs> here is your like resources from a community-based level. Yeah. And they're they're good places. They're not, you know, Johnny's corner shop of <laughs> of information. So here's my I mean, I think my focus is pretty clear, but to to put it in this episode. I think good, easy to understand information early is important. Yes. There is an entire segment of people who believe the absolute opposite. Keep you not understanding, give you small bits of information very slowly. They say don't overwhelm people. We had a real um, – I'm not a very uh, dramatic person and online <laughs> I'm, I'm very proud of kind of the pragmatic way that I, I run a Facebook group. But there was another Facebook group that um, if you mentioned the podcast in the group, your post would just be deleted. And people would come back to me and say, do you have any idea what happened here? 
as if I would know. I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know these people. But um, right. they said, you know, they asked what helps you with diabetes. And I said, oh, I began to listen to the Defining Diabetes series of the Juice Box podcast. Then I moved on to the Pro Tip series. Now my son has this A1C and it's what helped me. And then mm-hmm. they deleted it. And I said, well, it's two things. First of all, people fervently love the podcast. And when they talk about it, they mostly speak very well about it, except for a person who left a review the other day, Jenny, about our bold beginnings thing that said they would be better if I didn't talk as much. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) maybe they just like my voice better than yours. You didn't hurt my feelings, sir. (laughs) Sorry, Scott. um, No, no, it's okay. Um, but, but, uh, But so I said, so I think there's a little bit of that when people share the podcast over and over and over again, it could probably seem like I put you up to it. And also, it's a weird thing, Jenny, but these Facebook groups become territorial. If if you have Facebook group A, Jenny Facebook group, and you say what helped you, and they say Scott's Facebook group, well, then you go to Scott's Facebook group and never come back to Jenny's Facebook group, and, and that it bothers people. They lose their numbers. And, um, and I think the unfortunate thing there is that as a, let's call it whatever you are, a moderator of your group or whatnot, Mm -hmm. you're then limiting, you're limiting the quality that you're saying that you're trying to put out there. Right. You know, you're limiting access to what might work for one person. Great. I'm happy to have somebody go elsewhere if I'm not the right provider or the right caregiver or whatever mm-hmm. for you. Go ahead. I, I would rather that you get good information and good care. And if you're getting it in a different way from a different place, awesome. I agree. I'm glad now, about that. Not only do I agree, but that's exactly how I run it. Like if if when that happens in my space and somebody's like, what happened? You know, what helped you? And they're like, um, this XYZ Facebook group, I think, okay, good. Like let right. them, I, I think it's a strange thing from a content I, I, on some level, Jenny, I'm a content creator, right? And mm-hmm. I need people to continue to listen to my content and share it or the it'll just stop. Like it'll just end. It's mm-hmm. hard not to be overwhelmed by that feeling. It's difficult to keep up the Whatever's best for people is best for people. But I believe that, and that's what I do. Like, I also think that the time you spend online in the community, once you find it and realize that it's very valuable, you will mm-hmm. spend a fair amount of time there. But it's usually six months on the outset, maybe a year, and then people fade away. And that's beautiful. They learn what they need to know. And they go back to their lives. It's, right. It's it's what you would if you care about people. This is what you would want for them. You know. Correct. It's what it's definitely and or when there's new information, people who feel like they've learned enough may end up coming back now that there's something new available, mm-hmm. something new that there might be information that's again discussed in a different way or a completely different technology or something. You know, they'll eventually come back. Yeah. Honestly. So I hear from people, too, that that happens to them. They cycle, but then they'll watch their A1C start to drift up, and they say, I just went back to listening to the podcast. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't management stuff anymore, because I knew the management stuff. It it keeps them engaged, I think. Yes. With diabetes. It's motivating. And I think because there's there's enough posting I see, which is really nice, of both 
like, let's call it the wonderful day, right? The no hitters where you're like, oh, I'm clearly cured today. <laughs> you know, right? Everything I and did then was perfect. Right. And then the next day or whatever, there are also posts of, I don't know what's going on or, you know, this is what's happening. And, yeah. and people chime in and they're like, oh, you know, we've had that before too mm-hmm. and whatever. So it's a sense of when you're trying to get back to your management, sometimes it's a sense of seeing those motivators yeah. um, from other people. Like other people have really bad days too, or mm-hmm. really bad times, or have had something occur in their life that got them off track. This is a way to get back on track, to get those the, those motivators. Even if you're just reading and you're not posting anything, it just helps you st- to stay connected and remind yourself I know I know all the tools. Right. I just I just have to put them back in the right places in my life. And it's it's on you a little bit to be in the right mindset too because if you see someone's success and you're in the right mindset, their success looks hopeful. Yes. And if you're in the wrong mindset, their success is like it makes you think I can bleep this out. It makes you think, "Oh, fuck you." Right. <laughs> like, yes. right. Oh, you, what did you bolus us for? And your blood sugar didn't right. go over 120, you mother. <laughs> you right. Know, like, yes. like, right. But you have to be able to you mean you have to be able to let that go and to step back and say, "This is possible." Like yes. I think this podcast as it grows in my mind, it's mostly about what's possible mm-hmm. at this point, right? It's possible to do this. If that person can do it, then I can do it. They might right. know something that I don't know right now, but and I'm I'm stopping myself from reading over and over again. By far, this has been the best community. Juicebox podcast on Facebook. Starting your podcast, especially defining diabetes in the Quick Start series. I wish they would have given me your pro tip series on day one. Like there are countless comments here about this. Right. And 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 I want to tell you this story. Well, let, let me finish the other side of this. So we say when people are doing well, you can kind of respond to it a couple of ways. And when people are doing poorly, it also is helpful. And that sounds crazy, but it's the same idea. You look and you think, well, they're having a bad day. I've had bad days. Right. So this is normal too. You know, it's not going well. And it takes away a lot of the angst from the whole thing. Right. It really does. Yeah. So So this thing at the beginning that I mentioned. I had a message yesterday from this. It's a long message. I'm not going to read it to you, but I'll give you the I'll give you the breakdown. Um, diagnosed in high school, I think, uh, a senior on his way to college. Finds the podcast, listens to a couple of episodes, doesn't keep listening. Goes away to college, drinking, weed smoking, spiraling, not paying attention to diabetes whatsoever. Blood sugars because it's college. 300s blood sugars higher, A1C going up crazy. Doesn't just doesn't even worry about it. I think COVID hits kind of refocuses the person a little bit. Person goes to a doctor to their endo and says, Hey, I found this podcast and I'm going to try some stuff. And you can already see my A1C starting to come down. I'm seeing some stuff. It's positive. And he starts telling him he's going to try it. Doctor, whatever, do whatever you want. Because doctor's not helping. And then the person has a big success, moves the A1C really far. Life is changing, goes back to the doctor, tells them, I want to tell you about the podcast, tells them all about the podcast. The doctor gives them the one of two responses that people tell me about. Either the doctors are like, this is amazing. It's great. Whatever's wor- it, whatever you're doing Keep is working. Keep using it. Yeah. Keep going. Or you're just going 
to spend your whole life staring at your diabetes. And I guarantee you that that guy on that podcast doesn't do anything except watch blood sugars and blood and really amazing. Um, think about that, right? Right. The, the person takes their A1C from double digits into the sevens. And the advice that the doctor gave them was stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Just Essentially. Fascinating. Yeah. Right. So the the kid essentially telling this person that they're putting too much time and effort into their own health management. Yeah. That's really the cut and dry of what this physician was saying. What's the rest of that sentence? It doesn't get spoken. So go ahead and have major problems later in your life or sooner, maybe, you know, right. You know, but Hey, at least you'll be drunk as a sophomore. Like what the hell are you saying to the kid? Right. Especially because the kid has making a change and is excited about it. And then the doctor steps on it. Fascinating. Yeah. It's fascinating. Happens a lot. You have no idea how many notes I get from people. I went to the doctor. I was super excited. I knew my A1C was going to be lower. I knew my lows were going to be less. And all the doctor told me was to put my A1C higher. Right. And 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 this three months of hard work, and you're looking for the pat on the butt at the end. And instead you get, don't do that. And it's hard, right. it's hard for people to push through sometimes. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you're I, it's not surprising to me. We get people all the time who are frustrated with the fact that not only are they usually being told that the highs can be expected, like high higher than you would want highs, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that if your insulin is working, you know, you're you're to expect this, and that's and or just the comment of well, that's just diabetes. I In today's day and age, that is still a comment that's being, you know, or a message that's being given to people. Right. And that's really, really sad. Yeah. No, really sad. Especially in a world where I can pick my phone up right now and see that Arden's blood sugar has been somewhere between 80 and 110 for the last 15 hours. Right. Like, like how can you tell somebody that's just diabetes? Why don't you tell them, hey, here's this stuff that exists or try that or good job. How about right. how about good job? How about this? How about good job? A college right. person moved their A1C multiple points and found stability. How about good job? That'd be great. Right. By the way, there's right. another part of that story I can't tell on here, but I'll tell you afterwards. It's about the doctor and it's fascinating. I apologize that I can't say it here. Um, when I was diagnosed in 2020, you and Jenny were all I had. This gr- this group has been my support and my family. I was kicked out of the ER in DKA with insulin to use as directed, but had to wait five and a half months for my first endo appointment. Every episode I listened to saved my life and my sanity. Oh. Isn't that wonderful? That's wonderful. Yeah. And it's also, and I've said it before, but that's that's why I love, I just love being able to contribute, you know, to what you've put together because well, it makes it makes me just smile. That's super awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy when you're happy for certain. Yeah. This is. Can I show you my? I know people can't see this, ahead. but this was my day yesterday. Wow, Jenny's Jenny's showing me a graph. That's 24 hours. Oh yeah, it's 24 hours. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Some of you might look at it and be like, Jenny. <laughs> 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 yeah, Jenny. well, it's some of my data to kind of. I I have an endo appointment coming up, and I like to take photos and and whatnot mm-hmm. of like really busy days. Like it included a run, and it included swimming in the afternoon with my boys, and it included like all these things. And you know, not every day is a hundred percent like that, sure. but they're the yeah. pretty days where you're like, I know, I did it. <laughs> That's exactly right, and you should, by the way, celebrate that stuff. Yeah. You really should. 
and it um it's just it's very important. So anyway, I put all the I put this in this series because a I didn't realize how important it was when I started and I've learned. And B, I think it's hard for people to accept, especially in the beginning. Like you didn't want to have diabetes. And now what? Now you're going to surround yourself with more people with diabetes, right? You're probably like, "Uh, I wasn't looking to be in this club. Thanks. (laughs) And, and, but it's, it's just like give into it. I don't care. I don't care if you're one of those people who learns and stays on the Facebook page for years, helping other people, or if you get what you need and you leave, or if you never say a word and you just read it, it doesn't matter. There's something really valuable about it. Right. And um, it's it's not completely possible to quantify, but I am 100% sure it works. And there's this, long, there's this long message here that I won't read the entire thing, but this person said they found the podcast and it felt overwhelming. And I understand that. And that's why something like Bold Beginnings exists and why Defining mm-hmm. Diabetes exists and all these other series that are inside of the podcast. So I did something, Jenny, um, the other day that I want to put right in here. Yay. I used to, So there's juiceboxpodcast.com, which is just, it's a website where you can go and see most recent episodes and a few of the series, like pro tips and stuff, are mm-hmm. broken out on the front page. Because there are now 741 episodes of the podcast as at this recording. And podcast apps, while they're amazing, they're not, it's not the Dewey Decimal System. It's it's not not super easy to find stuff. You have to know what you're searching for if you're going to search. So um, I've had for a long time another URL, diabetesprotip.com. And it just used to be an online player of the Pro Tip series and the Defining Diabetes series. Mm -hmm. But the other night, let me get it up here so I can make sure I'm saying this correctly. Diabetesprotip.com. I revamped. Tip or tips? It's tip because tips was taken. (laughs) No S. Really? That's weird. Leave off the last S for savings, Jenny. Um, (laughs) At first I thought, oh, diabetesprotips.com. And then it was taken. So I used diabetesprotip.com. When you get there, you scroll a little bit and there is a player. The player has the first one you'll see, Defining Diabetes, 44 episodes of that. Uh, And you can scroll right through Do we really do that many? Yes, Jenny. Don't worry. (laughs) There'll be more too. Um, Like you just scroll through and there's a player right there. You can play them in order. You can play them one at a time, or you can see the episode names and numbers and go back into your podcast player and find them there if that's, you know, easier for you. But you scroll a little farther the Bold Beginning series is there, which as of this recording has 11 episodes. We'll have more by the time you get there. 22 episodes of the Diabetes Variable series. 25 episodes of the Pro Tip series. After Dark is now up to 27 episodes. And the cool thing about this is, is that as I add new episodes, they automatically populate in these players. That's so great. I don't have to go back in and add them. Like I put up a Pro Tip uh, excuse me, I put up an After Dark episode today, and it's already available there. And then there are the Wellness series, which was mostly with Erica Forsyth. Uh, mm-hmm. And Erica and I are planning on doing a lot more in the coming months and years. Our Ask, do you, you know when we do Ask Scott and Jenny episodes? Yeah. Do you, know how many, do you know how many there are now? I don't know. 18 as of this recording. So wow, really? People send in questions and we record episodes answering their questions. There's 18 of them. 
algorithm pumping series is up to 17 episodes. Defining thyroid series we did is there. I'm about to add some pregnancy episodes. So basically any collection of management type stuff, if you can't find it in your podcast player, will always be at diabetesprotip.com. And you can get to it through juiceboxpodcast.com as well. Good organization. That's I like that. Yes, I know. That's the kind of person I, I like yeah. organization. I, like I think that. we all know that that's not my wheelhouse, and it's pretty crazy <laughs> that I even did that. But anyway, <laughs> it just seems it seems important. I mean, listen, from a podcaster standpoint, I just want you listening in a podcasting app. It's the best thing for the show. But at some point, I realized like this podcast has become it's a compendium of information, mm-hmm. and it should be accessible you know, in multitudes of ways. So that's one of them. I hope it helps everybody. Well, good job. That's awesome. Very nice. Thank you, Jenny. Once again, if you need help with your diabetes, Jenny works at integrateddiabetes.com. And in my opinion, there's no one better. Go check her out. I'd like to thank you for listening. Remind you that there is an entire Bold Beginning series that I hope you check out. The podcast has experienced insane growth in 2022, and that is directly because of all of you. So I'm just going to take this opportunity right here before the music stops to say thank you. When you support the show, you're supporting me and the work we're doing, and you're helping other people with type 1 diabetes to be able to find this material. So thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Juicebox Podcast. I'll be back very soon with much, much more.